You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast, sponsored by Centre by Iris, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. Here are your hosts and founders of the six-figure bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome back to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. How are you doing? Hi, Hi Joe. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I can't believe it. it's just feels like we're on countdown to the end today. It's just, every time I look oh. in our stream yard link to jump on, I'm like, oh, I've only got one more, two more sessions left. Um, oh. But yeah, it's been a great week, isn't it? It's been amazing. And we're really excited to be joined by Osman Sharif this afternoon. We're going to be talking to you about your mindset, how we get in our own way. I'm really excited about this because I'm a long time listener to Osman's podcast, Get Out Your Way podcast. And uh, and I was really excited when you told me just now there's going to be a season two. So. Absolutely. It's just around the corner. Oh, it's great <laughs> to see you. How are you doing? Very well. I've been so looking forward to this. You know how sometimes we can have that Friday feeling looking forward to the weekend? I've been looking forward to going, what a great way for me to wrap up my week by getting to have a conversation with both of you and obviously your lovely community. So thank you for having me here. Oh, it's our absolute pleasure. Do you want to start by telling people a bit about what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a performance and mindset coach that really works with business owners. And I've been doing this for 15 years since I left the corporate world. Um, And I typically work with business owners who never thought that they were going to be business owners. So they've typically had a successful career or a job beforehand. And then they went into the world of being self-employed to grow their own business. And typically what happens is you go, what have I done? (laughs) At some point it's like, what have I done? Why is it harder than I expected? Or they don't often get that same level of success that they experience in the corporate world. And then all these mindset gremlins can come in and then they start to get in their, their own way. And that's where I come in and go, right, let's help you to really focus on you and to grow your business. But the key thing that I do is I'm all about helping you to grow your business your way. And I think that's really important because we really need to understand us and our mindset because it makes a huge, huge difference. So excited to talk all about that throughout our conversation today. It's so interesting that you talk about that because don't you find, so people that tend to be like brave enough maybe to go out and be an entrepreneur and set up on their own may have experienced quite a bit of success along the way in their career path, but then that comes with other people saying, oh, wow, thank you. Oh, you're amazing. Oh, would you like to do this for me? So you're getting that validation from outside sources all the time, maybe when you're employed, but then when you're self-employed and maybe we sometimes look too much for our clients to do that. And it's kind of a bit of a different relationship. So I can see how people really struggle. And yes, you do. I mean, we spoke about this earlier today. People go into business thinking they're going to create these amazing businesses that are going to give them freedom and more money and all of that. But sometimes what they do is actually create a really, really rough job for themselves. And they have less time and less money and more stress. And it's a bit of a thing. So I think the fact that we're going to talk about kind of what mindset you need to have to yeah. be able to approach self-employment's really important and I mean where, where do you start with that? A big question and I could talk about this for hours right so I'm going to give you as much as I can in this short space of time and um, you'll notice I've got a Scottish accent the good thing is that we talk really fast so you'll get even more value crammed in here so I totally agree Joe, with what you said and one of the biggest things that I always say to my clients but also I could talk about from my experience because I did it as well as when we start our own businesses or when we grow our own business without realizing it often we're actually still thinking 
and acting like an employee rather than being the business owner. And there's a huge difference because even if you had a lot of responsibility in a previous role or, you know, whatever you were doing, typically you had a huge support network. You had HR, you had marketing, you had IT, you had typically a business strategy set. And then it was like, what am I doing? And you got to play your role in that. But when it comes down to our business, you know, have you ever had that point where it'd be so nice to have somebody tell you, here's what to do. Here's a decision. Here's, you know, the, the vision. But ultimately, it's actually down to every single one of us. And that's where I see a lot of people struggle is because they kind of, they're waiting for permission. They're waiting for someone to tell them instead of going, right, hold on. This is my business. I now need to step up. I need to have that mindset um, and also embrace when things go well and when things don't go so well. And that's just part and parcel of actually the journey that we're on. But make sure we're in that journey and on that that road rather than start, you know, trying to still play like an employee because it makes it harder than it needs to be. Oh, yeah. Do you know, I over lunchtime, I was having a little chat with my husband in the kitchen and he's been uh, doing job interviews today. And he said, I've had I've been speaking to these people. It's so he was saying it's so hard to find people who interview well, because it's like they're like expecting things to just be delivered. Here's your job. Off you go. And and I was like, oh, my goodness, you need to speak to a bookkeeper because they'll be able to sell you their value. They'll be able to tell you about the outcomes they're going to give you. It is a very different way of working. And I've been employed. Joe's been self-employed for a very long time and work like has understood this world for a long time. I've definitely had Mm -hmm. to go on a journey. I was working for large corporates. I've worked in local government for a long time. I was working for a bank before I started my own business. So I've been very much driven by like, what are the business goals? And then what part do I play? And actually it's quite hard to be connected to that because you are like, either you buy it or you don't. And like, you kind of, you can, it's very easy to go in and do the thing you do and then go home. if you're you know you're paid well and it's comfortable and you know what you're doing you just sort of get stuck into that routine and then we're like yeah. thrown into this world where we could do anything we want but like we yeah. don't we're paralyzed almost by the opportunity a hundred percent and how often it's down to we're trying to do everything right now or we try and get everything right so for me let, let me give you a big picture kind of you know the helicopter view for a moment okay because what i realized when i work with clients over the years is that there's a number of things that can get in the way and mindset is a huge part of that right but i'm not just about mindset because i'm sure you know people you ask them how are you doing and they're like oh i'm great i'm motivated everything's going amazing but they're still going around in circles. Does that make sense? So it doesn't matter how motivated you are or how positive your mindset is if you don't have other parts of the the jigsaw together. So I've got what I call the rapid transformation formula. So with every single thing I do, it's all about what's your design, what's your mindset, and what's your strategies, okay? And then there's like subsets around here. So again, I've got like a quiz that gives you a good snapshot in terms of to see how strong is your design at the moment, what's your mindset's like, and your strategies. But let me give you a, a quick overview of it because your design, and Kimmy, Zoe, you mentioned that, if you're not crystal clear about what is it that I actually want to do? So what's your values? What's important to you? And Joe, I was listening into your quite um, your session around your ideal customer when you were doing that. And I loved even the way you described it. I was like, yeah, Joe knows what's important to her, right? So how do you weave that into your design of your business? And then what's your vision for it? Like, what do you want to make happen? But also what's your personality? Okay, because we all have different personalities. And if you understand in terms of your design, What's your values? What's your personality? What's your vision? 
it becomes so much easier to then go, what's my goals, right? But I see people, they try and skip by that design part and then they go, right, I just need to go and take action and they go round and round in circles. But mindset's also a key part because our mindsets are, you know, our attitudes, the stories that we tell ourselves, the things that hold us back. And sometimes if we've got like, like limiting beliefs, for example, like, oh, I can't charge that much or who am I? I'm not that experienced. It's a ripple effect because your mindset can actually then make you not go bold enough with your design. Does that make sense? It can like influence like, well, what do you think I can do? So that's why they're all really connected. But honestly, from my experience, once you've got your design really crystal clear for you, and if you keep working on your mindsets being really supportive so that you get out your way, the strategies becomes a lot easier because then you're able to go, right, what am I doing? Is it connected to my design? It stops you from being distracted, okay? Because there's so much that we can do out there in the world. I'm sure you, you know this. It's like, I should do this. Should I do that? Ah, and we go around in a tailspin. But then with the strategies, it's all about, well, actually, are you using your personality to follow the best marketing strategy for you, your customer service strategy, you know, the way that you deliver your service, all of that comes down to the strategy piece. And again, that's why I'm so passionate about it because a lot of times it's like even just some fine tuning is what's need, needed and that then allows people to really accelerate and, and get transformations in that way. So I know oh, I could talk a lot. Does that make sense? Any questions yeah. over that? Love it. I love it. And I love that um, because we've spent the week talking about like our goals, what we want to achieve, why we're in business, who our ideal yeah. client is, what, serve, what their pain points are, how we can serve them in the best way with lots of value, how we make sure that people know who we are and what we do. Now, actually having an understanding of your personality and what's going to work for you can make a massive difference to how you go out and do that. And there might be people who've been with us this week who are thinking, well, it's all well and good, but I am never going to go on video or I'm never going to go and deliver a service that looks like this. And so then they are like, well, no, I can't and draw a line under it. So how do you go about understanding your personality? Tell, Tell me more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So this, again, is something I'm so passionate about because it makes such a difference. So there's many personality tests out there. So I, in the corporate world, I was a human resource manager. I was a L&D manager. So there's, I've done Myers-Briggs. I've done all these different types of personality tests. The one that I use because it had a profound impact on me is called Wealth Dynamics. And you can find out a bit more about it from my website to kind of get some detail. But what I love about it is it's not just one of those oh, this is what you're like. It's actually designed for business owners and entrepreneurs, okay? So high level, there's eight types of um, there's eight types of entrepreneurs. So you've got like, this might sound jargon, but you've got like creators, you've got stars, you've got supporters, you've got deal makers, you've got traders, which is me, you've got accumulators, you've got a lord, and you've got a mechanic. And when you do the, the, the profile, it gets you to see what is the best game for you to play okay and when you're then focusing in your personality that's when things feel really easy you can still go for challenges so it's not about settling and playing small not at all but have you ever had it where you're doing something you're so in flow right it's so natural for you and just it's like magic happens but then vice versa you try and do something else and it feels like you're you're pushing a boulder up a hill but somebody else can come and go oh Seriously, that's that's easy. So what's easy for you might be difficult for them and vice versa. So for me, I absolutely never work with any clients at all 
Uh, I don't do any programs unless I know what that client's wealth dynamics profile is because it massively influences the design. It changes how I coach and I support them as well. But far too often, I've seen people struggle in their business because their personality might be, let's say, for example, uh, an accumulator who loves the detail, who loves getting into the thick of things. But they're then trying to play a game where they're trying to be like a star profile doing Facebook Lives every single day, you know, coming up with all ideas. And actually it zaps the energy rather than gives them energy. So, and I'm not saying that you can't do something like an accumulator can't do, you know, um, like a Facebook Live, but it's how you do it makes a difference and why you're doing it that makes a difference. And again, what I love about this is imagine there was a panel at a conference and you had eight different business owners that had a different personality and you ask them all a question, like, how do you get more clients? Or how do you grow your business? I guarantee you every one of those eight profiles, because they have different strains, will all get success in a different way. So I love that because it gets quite liberating to go, there's not just one way, right? So if you've tried something and you go, that's not really worked for me, instead of then having all this mindset, well, it's because of me, it's because I'm not good enough and all these stories, it gives yourself that chance to go, well, maybe I've just been playing the wrong game. Imagine that's been like being on a tennis court, but you're trying to play tennis with a golf club. Can you see you're not really going to get the best results? So it really gives you a huge difference. So personality for me weaves into your design. It then weaves into your strategies. And from the mindset of actually, I've got a superpower. Every single person here has got a superpower, but are you using that to your best you know, um, ability? And that's where magic can happen. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So to fight, so to do this test, um, is it something that you have to pay for and then you get the profile given? How much is it? Yeah, it's, it's £49 um, and you get a profile, that, that a, a report at the end of it. But honestly, it gives you some real clear actions around, well, what does that look like and how do you actually, you know, bring that to life? So for anybody that does do it through my website, um, you actually get a bonus because what I find is, let's say, for example, there's a bonus around well, how do you create content? What's your content plan um, depending on your profile? Does that make sense? Ah. And that's where you get to then go, uh, I was once speaking at an event and it was all about content creation. And what I loved is everybody was invited to do the Wealth Dynamics profile beforehand. And it was such a big realization that, yes, half of the room were creators and stars and supporters. So they were a bit more extroverted, et cetera, right? But the other half of the room were the complete opposite profiles. So what would typically have happened without that awareness is it's like, uh, right, okay, get your planners out. Let's kind of make a plan for like, you know, the next, you know, three months. And you would have some people that go, great, I could do it because that's how they work. That's how they operate. But actually the rest of them, that was a different personality, would be sitting there going, mm, it's not working for me. And, you know, and the, the person um, who was leading the event, was like well why are they not doing it why are they not taking action it's just because they do things differently they don't do it wrongly and it was just really interesting we actually split the room up to get business owners that were similar together and that's where it was just like seeing witnessing magic because it was like oh right how do you do it how do you get results i could do it more like that but what they've ended up doing is trying to spend all their time playing a different game instead of going how do i actually get the best results as well and I'll give you one tangible example here because, again, I was speaking at an event with um, other business coaches and two of them were star profiles and I'm a trader, right? 
So star profiles are typically people that love, they get a lot of energy by being out there in front of people. They, they love talking about things, being a spokesperson, they're passionate in that way. So they don't shy away from being the face of their business, okay? They don't shy away from, you know, getting themselves out there in a very visual, video kind of way. And they also love making a bigger impact, generally with more people. So they get bored really easily, right? So you might know some people like that. So my two peers were saying, Asman, when are you gonna stop this one-to-one coaching? And I'm like, I couldn't think of anything worse, right? I still love working with groups. I do masterminds. I've got, I still love working with groups of people. But my energy, what I absolutely love is still being in business owners' corners, really being there with them, helping them in that way. And I remember first of all thinking, oh, well, I know it's not necessarily as leveraged from a kind of a, a time perspective, et cetera. But what I could have quite quickly done if I wasn't really aware of my personality and what my vision is, I could have just broken my business model and went, I should go and do it their way. And again, I speak, I do events, I step into um, into different profiles when I need to, but there's nothing that frustrates me more. Like, you know, I'm loving having a conversation with both of you um, here because it feels real. But when I've spoken, when I'm speaking at an event and there might be like 200 people there, and I see somebody having a light bulb moment, I just want to stop and go, oh, what's happening for you, right? Because otherwise it could feel really disconnected. But actually that really makes a huge difference for me. So again here, what I mean by that is, you know, most of my business comes from referrals, word of mouth, you know, people getting to know me in that way. And that's a true trader type of personality. So I make sure I weave that into everything I do. Whereas if my colleague who's a star, was trying to do that, they wouldn't be consistent with it. They would get frustrated and therefore it wouldn't work for them and what, what they do wouldn't work for me. So I hope that can make I, a difference. I see Kat, sorry, Kat has asked the question, can you move from one to the other? Well, we typically have a primary profile, okay, that allows you to then go, if I play that game as much as I can and use that as a kind of the leaning, you know, edge for us, we can still you know, lean into the other profiles as long as we recognize what we're doing and um, and why we're doing it and you get to choose why you're doing it. So yeah, you can. And that's why when you do the profile, it gives you a, a kind of a, a individual report to go, how strong is your energy across the, the eight profiles? Uh, so you can see I'm passionate I love about this. this. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you very... get a word in, okay? <laughs> no, that's fine. I was just thinking about, you know, not everyone here, but some people are starting to think about growing a team, think about taking on that next member of staff. And I, I do have a team. I work with a lot of family as well. And I know, yeah. because I've lived with them my whole life, or, um, that they have. we all have different personalities. Would it help to do something like this to figure out how to get the most out of members of your team? Yeah, absolutely. Because again, one of the things that we often can, um, from a, we come from a positive intention, we go, I need help, right? But then we go, I need another one of me. But actually, what's well, the worst thing that you can do, right? So let's say, for example, you're a creator, you've got a lot of great big energy, loads of ideas in your business, and you go, right, I'm running out of time, I need somebody else. If you don't think about it really, you know, sophisticatedly or in detail, you might attract someone that's like you. And then you get annoyed because it's like, well, actually, why are we not getting things done? We just, we end up having more and more ideas, but we're not delivering on the ideas that we have. The best thing to then do is go, why do I need, I can see you both smiling here. Why do I need some support? What do I actually need? And out of the eight types of, of, of personalities, 
who would be the best person for that type of role? And then it gives you that chance to actively attract that person. And then if you go, right, well, because that's where my weakness is, I've got someone else that that's your superpower. And that means that, for example, you know, if you're a creator, you've got like someone that's amazing at delivery, consistency, customer, so whatever it might be. And it then means it makes a whole business, you know, um, machine be much more well-oiled and it stops you from having like frustration and conversations and that like you're going why are you not doing it and um, it's because you're not giving them the chance to kind of match up what you need with what the personality is so 100% agree that you should oh I completely agree too I think like I know you know when you've got someone in the wrong role and you're like it's so frustrating because you can't I, I don't know like I brought someone in I remember to help me with some marketing at one point for a little while yeah. and um we just was I couldn't get the thing out of my head to her and she just wouldn't it, if I'd understood more about her way of working rather than just using traditional interview questions I think I might have known yeah better way to or you know to bring someone else in instead maybe I don't know um I'm a big fan of strengths finder which is a similar personality test and I think I've used Myers-Briggs when we've worked in different places so it's it is good to do that kind of work and understand where you are um for the people who are like you know when you've got lots of business owners doing similar things around you like we have in figure bookkeepers club how do you stop yourself from comparing? Because if you're seeing someone over here who's out there doing all that stuff live yeah. and all of that, and you're like, well, I actually, mm, I don't know, like maybe you feel intimidated or inferior. Yeah. What to, what should we be thinking in those yeah, times? Yeah, okay. So uh, there's a lot around it. So that's kind of where the, it's the curse of comparisonitis, okay? And there's a few things. Sometimes it could be a case of going, well, do you know, actually questioning, like, are they similar from a personality perspective okay because you might go well actually they're very different from me and therefore you go well actually it doesn't make you know that's what makes us human that's what makes us great you know you don't all go to the same shop and buy the same outfit do you you've got a different style what suits you doesn't suit somebody else for example it's the same with business right so that's one question i'm always considering or challenging my clients to go right you're comparing yourself against them but actually are you playing the same kind of game from a personality perspective? The other thing is, do you actually have the same values? And values are what motivates you, okay? So some people actually have values, which is like they want to make a huge impact, they want to be well-known, for example, whatever. We all have different values. But if you understand, well, what is my values? What's important to me? That's going to be the thing that's going to keep you consistently motivated, right? Do you then have the same goals? You might have different goals. You might have a different life. They might have a whole team behind them. They might work, you know, three days a week and you work one day or you work five days. So there's all these different factors, right? And when you actually recognize we're not actually giving ourselves a chance to do a true comparison, then actually we're fighting a losing battle. And that's why it's about going, hold on, but what what's right for me? And yes, you can be inspired by other people. You might go, I love what they're doing there, okay? And I think I can do that. But it gives you that question to go, okay, what's parts of it that I think that I could do that would fit maybe a bit more towards my personality? Or or is there things I can get there so like me that, yeah, I could be, you know, inspired by them and, and kind of like follow some of those strategies. But not going into it blindly is my biggest advice because that's where you can end up following a strategy you know, step by step, but it still doesn't work for you, right? But it works for them because they've got that extra magical ingredient. But if they were to try and follow your strategy of how you get results, it wouldn't work for them. And then you can start having those mindsets of, 
maybe it's because I'm not good enough or maybe it's because of that or imposter syndrome can come in. And that's actually where we really need to just you know, call ourselves out on and go, hold on. Also remember the successes that you've had, right? And this doesn't even have to be in your, your own bookkeeping business, especially if you're quite new. But you can actually go, well, what are some of the best ways that I got results maybe in a previous business or my business so far or in my career or a job? And ask yourself, am I using some of like some of those type of strategies in what I'm doing right now? And often I hear people go, no, because I'm too busy trying to do all these other stuff that's not working for me. And they actually neglect to follow the strategies that could work so much better for them. So I hope that helps in terms of comparisonitis. Just actually ask yourself, like, are you really getting a true reflection of every kind of piece of the of their of, of what they're doing? And also another one is what stage of business are they at? Right? Because if you're right at the start, for example. And your goals might be different compared to someone that might be there like 10 years into it. They've got different experiences and learnings. Again, it's like you're, you're comparing your chapter one with their, you know, book number five. <laughs> and you don't then give yourself the best kind of chance of going, right, I'm on the journey. How do I just embrace where I am and what's my next step forward as well? You picked up something really important for me as well about how we get... Um, we're busy doing all the things and not always talk like thinking about the strategy. We forget often yeah. that we are running a business here and maybe the idea of having a strategy at all is yeah. like a new, it, this might be a new concept for some people yeah. who are watching this this week. And we've, we've really got to change the way we're thinking about our businesses. How, like, how do you even start? Like if you're, what would your suggestions be to people who need to get started yeah. with this? And like, and like, I'm so busy doing all, like I'm having chats yeah. with people on DMs at the moment, people asking me questions about the program, like, and they're saying, how am I going to yeah. fit this in? Because I've got too much to do right now. And I yeah. don't know that I've got time to join anything else. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, I'd, I'd be challenged to go, well, what's the consequences if you don't, right? So that would be the equivalent of going, I'm going to jump in my car, I'm going to drive somewhere and I really hope I get to go somewhere that I like, right? Because if you don't actually take some time to go, well, hold on, where do I want to go? Actually, I quite fancy going towards the, the seaside, right? Or I fancy going to London, for example. You might be driving up to, you know, the, the, the highlands and then you get there and you go, hmm, that's not where I wanted to. Or oh, we wish I chose something else. We get to choose as well. So think about what happens if you don't do that. The other thing I'd say is, Stop trying to get it right, though, or perfect, right? So this is one key learning that I had uh, with one of my coaches where I was on this program. It was lovely. It was in Bali. It was a lovely resort. And it was like, a, like a, I think it was a six-day experience, a retreat. And I remember what I was doing was I'd hear, I'd hear something first. I'd go, great, okay. And then I'd, I'd be like, I'll, I'll wait till I commit to that until I get to the next day and the next and the next day. But it was making it harder for me to actually kind of, you know, assimilate and get value from what I was doing. And I remember one of my mentors, Michelle, said, this man, what I'd really encourage you to do is just go, what's your best thinking right now? Okay, so what you've heard here, so even if it's like, you know, your ideal customer avatar or what your goals are, instead of going, I need to spend five months getting it perfect and not doing it, you're actually better to go, based upon what I've heard so far and going through the exercises or getting the support that I need, What's my best thinking right now to be able to go, that's what I'm deciding. That's what my goals are. Because what that then allows you to do is it allows you to then keep in motion. And then as you're then having conversations, you might go, do you know something? Actually, 
now that I'm working with that type of client, I realize that actually I really don't like working with them or I really do, but I can pivot it in that way. But you're so much further ahead compared to you just sitting back kind of blindly trying to work or not take action or trying to get it perfect. And again, we can then be paralyzed. I think Susie said that sometimes you can be paralyzed by inaction as well. So again, I hope that kind of helps give some tips around from a mindset and a practical way. If you don't set a vision or a, a direction, it then just means that how do you know even you can, how, how do you give yourself a chance to celebrate success if you've not set a goal or if you've not set a vision? Make it fun. Make it a, a kind of a, a fun journey as well. Oh, so true. And I think people are paralysed by fear, procrastination, of, and also the, they're so scared of getting something so fundamentally wrong. Um, and actually, you know, if um, we had Beiju say earlier in the week, you know, there's three outcomes from taking massive action. You're either going to get the result you wanted, you're not going to get the result you wanted, but you're going to learn something or a miracle is going to happen. And I love yeah. that because actually there's like two out of three chances something good's going to happen or the third thing still good because you're going to learn something. And that's why, you know, I oft, you know, I've been in business self-employed for a long time and there's been many learnings along the way. Um, I, I'm trying to change the word because I used to say, you know, I failed multiple times. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't failed. I, I gave it a good shot. I gave it my best thinking at the time and that wasn't yeah. right because I didn't have all of the knowledge. Um, yeah. But I definitely learn and, and there's still, there's still learnings all the time, every day in business. Um, and the thing is that you've got to keep putting one foot in front of the other and not get, not sit there and think I'll wait until this is perfect because that time is yeah. never going to happen never going to happen absolutely and again we can lean into I think we're in a really privileged time when we actually are growing our businesses because we can actually then you know there's lots of resources there's lots of people there's support out there that allow you to go well you know I don't necessarily know the exact answers and no one's going to tell you I mean even I'm sure with both of you but how you're working with that, you're not going to say do it this way but you can then guide people you can help people so that they can go right based upon your experience based upon you helping them and you know it, it gives them that chance to kind of like springboard forward rather than just being so it's like i see it as in being like kind of quicksand if you try and do everything yourself it could be you end up just sinking and sinking and sinking it stops you getting from the results but it can also have such a negative impact on your mindset and then how you feel and all too often, that's where people go, oh, do you know, this? it's not worth it. I'm going to go and get a job, but I'm just going to give up. But actually, there was other opportunities for them to go, I could make it a bit easier for me. And I don't have to try and do it all myself because actually there's other people that can give me perspective, experience or, you know, some help. If that's kind of where you might be struggling with or don't even know what you don't know in certain kind of ways as well. Oh, yeah. Like often we're like, I can't do it because I need to do this training and I need to do this and I won't be able to do it until I've ticked all these. And so, someone was joking about getting a master's degree. Like we literally yeah. pile this stuff on ourselves. We're like, well, I can't ever be an expert until I've done all this stuff. Yeah. Actually, there are often solutions in business where there's someone else who's already done that, who is more of an expert than you're yeah. going to be, even if you study this for five years. So why not find a way to bring them in or collaborate in some way? benefit from like the learnings and experiences of other people we don't need to keep it all to ourselves particularly if that's going to give us the shortcuts that are going to get us where, where we want yeah. to be absolutely and also it's also challenging ourselves as well to go um, and I know it could be a hard decision a question to answer but at, like, if there's any time I'm kind of questioning something or going oh or, or kind of have a mindset block I always go this man 
am I in this for the short term or am I in this for the long term, right? And that gives a good mindset reframe for me to go, well, do you know, I'm in this for the long term, right? So sometimes if I'm spinning around thinking I need to do this, 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 and there's all these things, I can go, do you know something? Calm down. I don't have to use all these different marketing strategies, all these services right now, because actually I'm not planning on going anywhere. Does that make sense? And it can often allow us to go, well, if I'm really in this for the long term, let me actually invest in my business, get the foundations right to really kind of like, you know, set it up for real success. Because actually, this isn't just a kind of a hobby business for me. It's actually, I'm committed. I want to be great. I want to be on that journey. Um, and it's just a nice reframe. Often, you know, when you see it to yourself or when I say to my clients, you go, actually, yeah, that, that, that's really helpful. And this will help me in the long term and, and where I am as well. So we get we get in our own way quite a lot. And it, why why do we do that? And how can we start by, you know, recognizing that, like, what are the things that we need to go, oh, that's me stopping myself yeah. or whatever. How can we, how can we look out for the signs? Yeah, absolutely. So what I would encourage you to do is, I'm sure everybody here talks to themselves. You do, you're not mad, we all do, right? But I really want you to get curious around what are you actually saying to yourself, okay? And sometimes what, you know, what we end up doing is we actually have to, to watch our behavior first of all and then just backtrack slightly. So what I mean by that is if you go, right, I'm going to reach out to that person. I'm going to follow up with that potential customer or client. And you then find yourself then sorting out your desk instead or, you know, doing something else or, you know, have I really got the right color of my logo? Maybe it should be a bit more this color instead of that color, right? If you start procrastinating anything, that's a bit of a red flag to go, hold on a second, what am I not doing here? And then just take a step back and just go, hold on, what have I been thinking in that mind? When I've been thinking about, you know, that's where you can catch your real stories. It's like, a, you know, they'll go, oh, you know, no, oh, here, you know, here they're trying to phone me here or, or they're just trying to ram this down my throat. Like all your stories and your beliefs can start to come to the surface. Does that make sense? And when you recognize, when you recognize the stories that you have, it gives you, your, yourself the chance to then question them just actually go is that really really true so for example if somebody said you know oh i can't charge x amount right well that might be just because of your perception it might be the story that you have and go well what would happen if i did and even sometimes if you have one piece of evidence against what you think so let's say if you go oh i'm not good at public speaking right and i remember saying to a, a client years ago and like oh i can never speak in public i'm like so if you're ever out with a friend right? In public, in a restaurant, you can't speak. Not, and then I'm like, oh, well, actually, if you're with a group of friends, can you speak? Uh, so the story that they had, they had generalized it, like, I can't do that, right? When they actually question it, they're like, that's not true. It's actually more when I'm in, a, in this type of situation. Then you go, oh, well, have you, has it ever been in a time when you've had to do something for the first time forever, um, you know, that you've never done? Yeah what happened and and I know it might sound a bit flippant when I say that but what I want you to do is basically take your belief right so imagine this is your belief like you know um I'm not good enough at x right whatever it might be and if it's a belief that's so ingrained in you like if I hold this pen so tightly I can't feel the pen anymore it's kind of like merged into my hand does that make sense and as soon as you start to notice and go oh you know something I'm growing my business, but I'm carrying this big, stinking, fat belief with me. Okay, that's making it harder, right? And even if you start to question that belief, like, oh, you know, your worth, what you can charge, whatever it might be, 
you start to examine it, right? And even by examining it, what you start to do is stop, stop operating an autopilot. And often you loosen the grip on it. So it might not completely go away, but you go, do you know something, if I prepare enough, I can do that. Do you know I mean, actually, if I think back to all the clients that have said yes to me, first of all, well, this isn't my first time I've ever got, you know, got a, a new client. These small things can make you go, actually, that doesn't have to be such a big belief, like a, a limiting belief. And even it can get to the point just by questioning the belief so much, you can actually go, that's not true. And then you can release it and it doesn't have it on you anymore. I hope no one's got kids here. So I'm going to show one example. If you've got kids, just cover their ears, right? But remember, for some of us, before when we were a little smaller, we used to believe that on a certain day in December, someone would come and break into our house and leave things for us. You'll catch my drift, right? At that point, you had a belief, i.e. a story in your mind, right? That that story, be honest with yourself, it shaped your behaviours, what you would do. You're excited. Would you leave a carrot out? Would you do this? Would you write a list? Would you post it? Does that make sense? So your story impacted your behaviours, right? And then, and I really hope it's not this moment, but at some point you might have went, is that really true, right? Or somebody might have told you or, you know, let the, the kind of uh, the cat out of the bag. And from that moment, a belief for you that was so true that you would have swore and gone, absolutely, so true, it suddenly becomes, that's not true anymore. Do you get what I mean by that, right? The same applies in all areas of our life. So if you've got a belief like, you know, actually, um, I'm not good at that, or I can't do that, or I'm not experienced enough to charge that, that's just a story, right? And it gives yourself that chance to go, these stories are actually not true. You were not born with that belief. But often that can happen because of maybe what somebody else says to you, what, you, what you've picked up, what you've assumed, or even a past experience. If you've had one client that says, thank you, but no thank you, right? Don't take that on as like, oh, no one wants to work with me. Because that's just one client out or one potential client out of how many millions of potential clients. So it's just protecting yourself as much as you can and questioning like those stories so that they don't, you're not carrying a big bag full of these limiting beliefs and dragging them into your goals, your strategies and your mindset as well. So does that help oh. kind of give some insight into that, Joel? So. It does. Do you, um, do you think that when we have these beliefs, we maybe project them onto our clients without totally. really, Does yeah. that affect the, like when we go into a pricing conversation, 100%. we hold beliefs about what they're going to say and that changes our actions and our, the conversation in that yeah. moment. Totally. Because it's the same thing. So even if you're thinking something, right, your body language changes automatically. We, we're we just like that as human beings. So if you're going like, so everybody here, and I, I can see both of you ladies, can't see anybody else, but, you know, if you sit there with a big smile on your face, yeah, are you worried right now? You're not, right? So your physiology is like, you know, quite relaxed, quite happy in that way. But if you're kind of going at that point going, all oh, right, now I'm getting to that point and I'm just speaking about my, my, my price, but I don't really believe in the price. And it's all oh, like, oh, would I pay for that? Or, oh, right? All that's going in your mind. How does that impact your physiology? You're not going to be sitting there going, you'll be like going, yeah, okay. Um, you know, you're, and, and because your body is in like that, internally, your mind's going, well, how should I be feeling? And therefore, you might start to retreat. You might start to kind of like, you know, dance around the subject in that way. And it's, it's just simply because of what's happening in here. So the, the best thing, again, is to recognize, well, what is that story? Try and get to the root cause of it. And again, one of the key things, and, you know, if, if I say something, like if I go, oh, I can't do that, even ask yourself, well, when did I decide I can't do that? 
And often, right, you might even get a flitting, a flitting memory that pops up going, oh, I decided that because of this time. And then you know where it came from, right? That's just one extra wee tip for you. But even if I go, well, when did I decide that? It allows you to recognize you have decided that and you can undecide that there as well. And again, that can give you back so much more empowerment. It gives you a chance to go, that, it is what it is. My price is what it is, you know, and that's it. I don't have to you know, dance around it. I don't have to make it a bigger deal than it is. And it can apply to, to all areas. One tangible example, sorry, I know I'm talking a lot, so cut me off when you need to. I had a client where they had a belief that in terms of, they set a 90-day goal, right? I'm all about 90-day goals as well. And they had a revenue target in 90 days. And I was coaching them and I kept hearing them talk about money and like, you know, but they had some kind of like words and stories around it and I explored it with them. And I was like, I'm really curious of where that stemmed from. And I actually stemmed for them around their father, actually. And when he had a business and how it was about kind of money, cash flow, et cetera, we identified and helped get rid of that belief. And again, I use NLP, neuro-linguistic programming and all these coaching tools to really get to the root cause. And they smashed their 90-day revenue target in 30 days. They didn't change the strategies. They didn't do anything different. It was just they didn't have this big belief. So you can see how stories can massively shape your, your business. And that's why, you know, I wanted to talk about how our mindset can actually sabotage our business. And it can sabotage, you know, how we go after our goals and the strategies that we follow and all the things that what personalities and all that they all come together but when you get those ingredients right that's where you can get out your way and grow your business in your way amazing oh my goodness Osman thank you so much for coming along and like just motivating us all I think we all need to go and do some personality testing understand ourselves better go and rethink this week and decide like what is actually going to be the right thing for us to do right now what's the next action we can take so that we can move forward and be confident I saw that Nikki sent an email to her client advising of a price change and she hovered over the button and she sent it now um this was such an amazing session thank you so much for your time oh my absolute pleasure and I really hope for everybody even if it's to get insight around you know how is your design currently your mindset your strategies I would love to see you know the the free quiz I think you put the link in there feel free to take that it gives you some so specific kind of like results that gives you a chance of like you know what percentage it is and then you can go right what then to then focus upon that will actually be best for you and your business and if you have any other questions please just reach out you know you'll and you can connect with me i'm in the facebook group and stuff any questions if you're watching the replay then please do ask as well amazing thank you we'll make sure all of those links are shared in the show notes as well Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us this afternoon. We are back tonight for our final episode of Bookkeeper's Bootcamp uh, for March. We'll be back, but, you know, um, we're speaking to Steph Merrill this evening about growing her practice. She's had some amazing successes. She joined us on the Success Programme in January. I know she's going to wow us with her story. Um, as She sent me a message a while ago and sort of said, is it all right if I talk about this? And I'm like, yes, please do. She's going to come and be honest and share with you what has driven her to grow her business. And, um, you know, we like to really explore what is going on for people so come and show your support to staff it's going to be an amazing session don't forget that we have some bonuses on the six month success program which expire tonight at midnight if you want to sign up there'll be an email coming out to you shortly so do look out for that um or go and have a look at the links which are on the screen um but i think that's all for now thank you osman thanks joe see you my later. pleasure thanks everyone take care bye, bye. bye. bye.
forget to join us every week on the Bookkeepers Podcast with Topical Bookkeeping Chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.